Helping people build ambitious and satisfying careers, businesses, and lives. This is the Influence Ecology Podcast. Now, here is your host, John Patterson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today's mini-sode is an exclusive preview of the July 2020 Influence Ecology 3D Virtual Conferences. Through Verbella for virtual events, Influence Ecology now offers a social engagement and communication solution on our private 3D virtual campus. It transforms a real-time campus into an unforgettable, fully immersive experience. Our private virtual campus is designed to promote real social interaction, engagement, and collaboration with speakers, attendees, faculty, sponsors, and campus partners. Today, we hear one of our 40 featured conference experts share how they build potent transactions that produce better outcomes. As we teach it, the principle of personality and transactional behavior allows each of us to exploit our unique perspective. From a combination of their worldview and expertise, each conference speaker will reveal their specialized strategies and tactics that you can apply to your own business or profession. Our mid-year conferences are July 12th through 14th in the U.S. Central Standard Time and July 26th to the 28th Australian Western Standard Time. Our 3D virtual campus allows you to meet today's guests, other experts, and participants 24 hours a day from both conferences and in any country. Here's the interview. Marty Power, welcome back to the Influence Ecology Podcast. Great to have you with us. It's always good to be here, John. So do this. Uh, tell us where you live and a little bit about what you do. Okay. I live in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I have two things that I do. Most important to me is I am a faculty member and client manager for Influence Ecology. I've been a faculty member for about eight years. I lead the priority and practice program, which is uh, one of my major loves. And I also lead the fundamentals of transaction program. And I'm training to lead the mechanics and practice program. Mm. I also have uh, a little company, which I call my bridge company. It's called Empower Consulting, and I am a productivity consultant. I work with academic physicians, and I help them design personal productivity systems to support them in being more efficient and decrease their overwhelm. Now, uh, your personality <laughs> as we teach it, how would you say, uh, tell us, <laughs> what is your personality as we teach uh-huh. it? Uh, I am a performer. Uh, that leans heavily producer. <laughs> what no. does that mean? <laughs> so it's funny. Um, I would really think of myself more of a performer than anything because I uh, don't like to work and I need a lot of freedom <laughs> and I'm great at constructing narrative. Uh, but most people just don't think of me as a performer at all because I can be highly objective and I can be down in the objective world. And I attribute that to a couple of different things. Um, mostly I worked in a particular company that uh, <laughs> really there was no place in that company for performers at all. And so I had to work and I had to do a lot of work and I really am good in that domain. Now, I also lead our priority and practice program, which is all about the objective domain. So I've gotten really practiced and really skilled at that particular part of the transaction cycle. So I can be highly effective 
in the objective aspects of a transaction. But uh, why I keep saying I, I more and more performer than anything is I will sell out for result. I'll sell out results for people any day of the week. Yeah. I really, really will sell out results for people. Mm. Dominant need for happiness for a performer is freedom. Freedom. And I got to uh, have a lot of freedom. And, and, I and love the um, uh, mistake for results is new relationships. So, yep. yeah, makes all sense. Okay. Well, very good. So, um, first of all, uh, where all of this fits in the conference is that you're going to be doing a talk. And you're going to be doing a context talk. So in other words, we're going to have you do a talk to set up all of the talks for our producers. Yes. Now, why I've invited you to do a talk for our producers. Normally, I would ask a producer because you're a performer who leans producer and you you uh, obviously by working with lots of medical doctors and their schedules and their, you know, productivity you have to deal with an objective world and you're really gifted at it. So yeah. um, I'm invited you to do a talk about that. And um, as it's related to the whole conference, this year's conference is about building an influence ecology. That means building an environment mm-hmm. that does the heavy lifting. Yes. And as I've talked about it, I've given the analogy of a house where if I build this big, beautiful house and go, oops, forgot the plumbing then that house doesn't really work, not sustainable. And so when we build this whole beautiful environment or this transaction or this company or this, you know, uh, uh, complex set of nested transactions that go, oops, forgot the objects, um, that thing doesn't work. So the name of your talk then is what? Humans are object oriented. And what the heck does that mean? <laughs> uh, means a couple of things. So the thing about producers, and listen, you got to love producers, and you got to have producers in your transactions, and you want to include them early because your producers are the ones that are going to get stuff done. Okay, so they're very much the folks that are going to get things done. They love processes. They are great at putting practices together. They are the ones who will orient things towards objects. So they're very much oriented towards objects. So, you know, I could tell a little story that that kind of creates the world for you. Um, I have to have things in my environment to remind me to do something. Mm. Now, it drives my spouse insane because my spouse likes everything impeccable. But if I have to, like, take something to the dry cleaner, I have to put it in front of the door as an object in front of the door to remind me to do it. So producers, and so that might be why I lean producer. So producers uh, will put objects and they will put things in existence for the rest of us to remind us mm. of that environment and the objects in our environment to remind us of the kinds of things that we have to do. So mm. that's just one little hint at some of what's going to be in my talk mm. about objects. Uh, but, but producers are great at, at processes. And some of the other personalities aren't good at processes. They're good at practices. They aren't really good at keeping things consistent. Mm. And producers are always going to help us keep things going and moving consistently and getting the work done. Mm. So does that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. So some of the other personalities who aren't necessarily gifted with 
processes, objects, consistency, and the like. Um, how do their transactions tend to fall apart because they don't add that? <laughs> I mean, it may be obvious. It sounds obvious, but let's just say a little bit. How do you think some of those people's environments or transactions fall apart when that's not added? Well, they don't always, uh, They there's no consistency. So they may start something, but they have no consistency to the processes. They may uh do certain things, but have no follow through to it. Uh, they may start some work, but not complete the work. They may not even think through the best way to get work done. So they will go, you know, from A to Z, but they'll go from A to Z by going from A to perhaps D and then go back to B and then they maybe go a different direction. So they don't have any real direction to what they're doing. Hmm. So producers can help them get the direction. Producers can say, no, 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 no. We need to go this way. And if we go this way, we're going to get it done more efficiently, more effectively, and we're going to speed things up. If we do it your way, we'll get it done next year. <laughs> well said. So um, on the topic, one of the things um, that we'll ask you is about what you're looking forward to about the, the conference coming up. One thing that I've noticed related to your topic and how very object-oriented human beings are. So this year's mid-year conference is going to be on the Influence Ecology 3D Virtual Campus. Yes. And we have all noticed this already. We go on to our campus. By the way, all of our offices and all of our, our team all around the world is now on our virtual campus and on our virtual offices and auditoriums and all that stuff. But we will all notice that when we walk into a quote virtual room and there are quote virtual chairs, <laughs> we all feel the need to sit in them. Yes, we do. And in, and in fact, I feel tired if I don't. Like my legs grow weary. It's the <laughs> oddest sensation to experience that my legs are growing weary in a virtual environment when it makes no difference. Mm -hmm. We've also noticed things like the way that we uh, there's sort of a social distance, not social distancing like COVID, but there's an appropriate social distance to stay away from one another. We don't want to interrupt or get in someone's way, which is not really happening in any reality except for our relationship to the objects we observe and experience. Any yeah, comment on all that? Oh, yeah. It's fascinating. You know, the other thing that people will notice is if someone's not looking at them, like in this environment, you could be looking down, you could be looking up. The, the, the not looking at somebody also makes a difference. So there are things about human beings and the objects and the whole environment that we take for granted sometimes as we move about life that uh, producers don't always take for granted. And sometimes people will, you know, I, I do have a relationship to the objects in my life, very different than some other personalities do. Like I have a profound relationship to objects from my mother who died years ago. My spouse doesn't have a relationship to objects sometimes. She's mm. like, why do you care about that thing? So it's similar to what you're talking about. When you get into the environment of conference, 
it will for many, many people as they move around conference and they experience things. Yeah, they're not in a live environment, but they will have that same experience of being in an environment with other people. And those social norms are going to arise whether they think it will or not. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just be on a Zoom kind of thing. I'll just be on my computer. Oh, no, 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 no. You will be on your computer, but you will be in an environment. And probably, John, in some regards, more than most other conferences we've ever been into, we're going to be faced with an organism in an environment. And we're going to have to contend with organism in an environment in a whole new way. And that gets me really excited because day to day we deal with it, but this is a different environment and we're going to experience it in ways that we've never experienced it before. I've been on the campus um, for uh, two months now, maybe Uh, about two different, two months brought different people in and uh, there are a handful of people where we've gotten in to study ourselves in the environment. Mm Mm-hmm. What are we noticing about ourselves in a virtual environment or said another way, an artificial or constructed environment or just what do we notice about ourselves in environments generally? Yeah. And so we've continued to sort of peel away at um, all of those things from, again, our need to sit in a chair um, that it needs to make sense that we walk into a building uh, that looks big on the outside and that it's big on the inside or that we tend to pick up on a myriad of different little cues about where another person is located, mm-hmm. whether or not we're in their space or not, whether or not um, they're paying attention or not, or just all of those kinds of things. So, that we're leading a conference about the environments we construct to do some heavy lifting for us. Yes. And that we're in a constructed environment is a beautiful opportunity for all of us. And I can't wait. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Can I share one really, my funny experience? So, you know, for the first time I get to share an environment and an office with my colleagues, with you, Kirkland, Liz, Daryl. And when I got there, I wanted to go and talk to you, but you and Kirkland were in your office and I, I've never shared an office with you. I don't know what office etiquette is. So I didn't want to just walk into the office and Liz is like, just go in. I'm like, no, I'm not going to just go in. She's like, their doors open. Just go in. I said, but I can't knock. There's no way to knock. And she's like, just walk in. I'm like, I am not going to just walk in. They are in a meeting. And so I had to deal with this whole, and so I walked in for a minute. You guys didn't acknowledge me and I ran right out. So the whole biological <laughs> experience of that alone, I was like, oh, I'm out of here. And I literally left the environment because my biology was so agitated that I walked in on two people in an office without knocking first. It was the most funny experience. So this whole construct that, that, that we have is going to be fascinating for everybody to have all the different. And I hope that there's a lot of sharing throughout the conference of what people are dealing with, with their biology. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't know that people know what they're going to, that they're going to have all those biological responses, even though they're an avatar. Yeah. I can't wait. 
Me neither. All right, Marnie, <laughs> thanks so much. It's great, John. Thank you. Bye-bye. World-class virtual training has been part of our DNA for over a decade, and the newly launched Influence Ecology Virtual Campus provides a unique, immersive learning environment for our global network of ambitious professionals. Our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, study incubators, as well as specialized knowledge and innovative tools to help grow your influence and income. Our exclusive membership ecology allows you to collaborate with some of the best and brightest minds, talent, and skills in many industries, occupations, and cultures across the globe. If you're interested in trying the Influence Ecology virtual campus for yourself, visit influenceecology.com forward slash campus. That's influenceecology.com forward slash campus. Or in the U.S. or Canada, you can text the word campus to 805-262-9008 and we'll send the registration link right to your mobile phone. Again, text the word campus to 805-262-9008. Also in our show notes, you'll find all the links to websites, books, or special downloads mentioned in this podcast. During the conference, we'll hear about each topic, why it's important, and how you can apply these strategies and tactics to your own business. In addition to our July 2020 conferences, our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, and study incubators that include ambitious professionals from many industries, professions, and cultures. We provide social mixers and networking events to help connect with others and their expertise. We allow students, faculty, and mentors the opportunity to connect before and after program sessions to get help, form study groups, and use the campus for discussion. We also offer our advanced students premier program venues that serve their aims for an elite experience amongst peers. We can't wait to see you around campus. Thank you.